welcome, welcome to the show, everyone. This is the open, open mic spotlight show with your host, Christine McIver. And today we have an amazing guest who I love, love, love to play with and laugh with and watch create in the world. Today our guest is Kathleen Connor. Kathleen Connor is a very unique, exciting speaker. She is a being you class facilitator along with an access consciousness and body process certified facilitator. She is con a contributing author as well in the book Possibilities in Parenting. With the tools of access, she loves to facilitate change for children and adults throughout through body work, group classes, and one-on-one -on -one clearing and coaching sessions, giving people the tools to know that they know and realize the gift that they are to create conscious change in their lives with joy and ease is her specialty. So, Kathleen, welcome to the very first unique open mic spotlight. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm still grooving to that music that you were playing just to, to, to lead in. That was really fun. <laughs> I'm you so know. glad. I'm so glad to be on the show today, and especially, I, I love, of course, I love um, hanging with you too. And even though I can't be in the same room with you for the interview, it kind of feels like I am, and I'm just honored and excited to to be here with you today, Christine. Awesome. Well, Kathleen, uh, you and I love to play together, and uh, we actually had the opportunity. We we met. When Kathleen came to my city, Toronto, to go to a choice, no, a Symphony of Possibilities class with Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness, and she actually stayed with me, and wow, we had so much fun, and I just remember us laughing and dancing. We just did a lot of both. Yes, yes, that was fun. And you know, it's Kathleen, when I think about you, this is the energy of you that comes to mind for me. The the joy energy that you are and the playful energy that you are. And you can get very serious and, and, and very much look at what's not working in the world to change it. But the energy of you for me has always been play and possibility. What has been the feedback from other people um, when you're speaking with them? Well, it's funny because you talk about uh, that I can get serious to change things, but usually if I'm getting serious, I don't change very much. So that's that's interesting that you talk about the joy and the possibility because when, um, especially, you know, one of my roles right now in the world is being a teacher and I work at the elementary school level. And when I'm getting serious with kids, I'm really not that, that helpful to creating more with them. But when I'm in that play mo mode and that um, dancing body mode, whether I'm actually dancing or not, then it just allows more change to happen um, in a more joyful way. So p part of working with kids uh, reminds me of that, that staying in the joy and staying in that kind of dancing with life mode creates change much quicker and with much more ease and and, and fun. That that's fantastic. Now you so how long have you been teaching for Kathleen? Boy, I would say um let's say more than twenty years at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, 
you know, I don't try to think too much about how long it's been, but it's been a while. <laughs> so what yeah, got so you into I've been, teaching? Yeah. What got you into teaching? It's, that's a, a great question because it wasn't until I started using some of the access consciousness tools that I realized that it wasn't even necessarily totally my choice. I was just always fascinated as a kid with how people work and how they don't work and, um, you know, like how people create over time and how they change. And because I had that fascination, my mother often used to say, Kathleen loves children. And I think I was just more fascinated with, you know, how people work. But I kind of got, you know, implanted with, I love children and I'm going to work with children. <laughs> so I went, I went down that, that path of, um, working with kids and, and the, in the role of being a teacher. And then, of course, I had two of my own children as well. Right. So when when you started to work with children, what was it that you started to notice um, that you enjoyed and that you were frustrated by? And maybe not even from the children's aspect. Yes. Uh, as you know, Christine, that my... Um, main role in schools is, you know, what we call here in the States a special education teacher. So mm -hmm. I um, work with the children that have um, some kind of label placed on them so that they can get extra services. So whether the label is autism or a specific learning disability or um, attention deficit or communication disorder, there's all sorts of labels that we've come up with um, here in the United States to to kind of, you know, look at different ways of, of giving kids services. And although I'm glad that those kids can get some extra attention when they need it, what I, um, what I, I get first, I'll say what's frustrating first and then what I really love about it, um, what's frustrating for me in that kind of system, of course, is even by in like second or third grade, many kids are already feeling discouraged and labeled right. and excluded, you know. And right. so that that part, you know, can be quite frustrating because, you know, I have this, this third grade girl who will just say, oh, I suck. You know, she just says that sometimes. And I have to give her a little pep talk around, no, 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 it's not, it's not you, <laughs> honey. It's not you that sucks at all. It's really the system that we have set up here. Um, but then... It's also a privilege and an honor and quite fun at times to work with kids that are are already um aware even if they even if they didn't choose it totally on their own that they don't fit in the box and they're willing to be really different and dynamic and um be themselves even at a pretty young age because they're already they're already kind of some of them are already kind of aware I'm not going to fit into this box so I might as well just do do what I need to do and be who I am. So that part can be really rewarding as well, especially when I remember, um, you know, to to kind of get out of teacher role and don't make them try to fit in that box, but instead just enjoy and play with who they truly be. You know what? I think what what is interesting to me, I mean, I know, Kathleen, that you yourself are a special person. 
And what I think is really, really interesting is the way that you can communicate with children on, I mean, I'm not going to say you're a child, <laughs> but you are, you've got the childlike energy that you can be on their level of, of awareness with where they are at. Do, have you found that? Like, do you often feel like you're there? Well, Does that make I sense? noticed that, yeah, well, right, I, I noticed that um, one of the things that really came up for me when I had, when my own kids were young, my boys now are, you know, um, young men, but when they were young, I noticed that um, we don't even have to have a, a level per se, as, you know, as you mentioned, and I don't think you meant it this way, but it's not like we ever need to speak down to anyone that everyone's an infinite being, as we would say, uh, no matter what their age is, and they have awareness, and they have capabilities and talents. And um, so it's it's more like, um, actually, for me, it's more like an unlearning of all the things I learned when I was in school about how you're supposed to be as an adult and how you're supposed to be as a teacher, and then and, and step into the question and instead of, like, how can... Um, whether as a parent or a teacher, how can this um, person thrive in the world and how can they they truly be who they are and also be able to um, work in this reality and be successful and happy in this reality, but, but not speak down to them, instead kind of um, be aware of their world and their perspective, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. Now, you know what's curious to me? I know that you work with um, adults. Like, you do the bo the body work of access consciousness, right? Yes. So, so how is it for you when you're working with children, you know, five days a week, right, is, is generally what you're doing, and then you move over and you start to work with adults, do, is it? Do you feel, where do you feel more comfortable, working with children or working with adults? That's funny. It's, it's, um, I, I would tend to say that, that there's some really fun things about working with adults. But what I notice almost immediately when I make that shift is that children give feedback so much quicker. Like if they're bored, they'll either say something. Or like sitting still is, is hard for, for a lot of kids, so they'll be bumping and jumping and, and moving around. So um, you get so much more feedback with, with kids about whether something's working or not, where if I'm, let's say I'm facilitating the Access Foundation class, which is, you know, body work, you know, people are just laying on the table, which is different. But when you're, when you're um, like teaching a class where you're interacting with, with adults, it's funny how they go they've they've um kind of held themselves in in a whole different way where they're they're like you said at the beginning of the show where you kind of get serious and they they go into their head so much more um and even getting them to be in a question and look at what will what will change things can be so much more work at times but i i can't really say which one i like more because um you know i love to see i love to see people who are grown ups per se really getting a different perspective and really unlearning some of the things that are sticking them and limiting them and getting into this like, wow moment, you know. Um, I've, I've seen people in tears when they let things go. And so when it comes to that kind of work, I love working with 
adults because they um, they have this life experience that they um, are now using to if they choose if they choose it to change things and to have a different perspective and to let go of things that have limiting have been limiting them for years. Um, but but yeah, they, I don't get as much feedback from them as I do from children who you get almost immediate feedback from when especially the kind of kids I work with. When things yeah. are not um, easy or going the way that they'd like, or their body's getting uncomfortable or whatever, you know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. That's really cool. Like just hearing you say that, I'm kind of looking at those places where I've been facilitating with, um, you know, my clients or in classes, um, and then when I've been around children. Um, so I'm the I'm the ninth of ten children. So I've been around a lot of kids. <laughs> Right. Um, My my siblings have children and, and, you know, now their children have children. And uh, I was um, I was actually a few years ago living with my niece and she has two young boys. And these boys, you know, in in today's, you know, regular society, they would say that they are they have behavioral issues. Well, these kids are just really, Kathleen, you know, in your world, in my world, they're really aware and they um they pick up a lot of um information and they let you know about it fast and yeah. it's it's a challenge you know what i'm saying like it can be a real challenge to be with these boys but what you're saying it just shines a new light on it, it you're right there's no guessing there's no wondering where they're at you know very very quickly and i have been with with clients who it it was like pulling teeth to get them to actually drop, you know, all of their walls and really talk about what it is that they want to change or how they want to, you know, create their world differently. So that's just really cool. It just shines a completely different light on that, uh, which I really, really love. So, listen, we're going to go for our first break of the show. And when we get back, I would love to hear more about the the new class, the Being You class. I know you're a facilitator for that. And uh, I would love to share that with the world and, and how, you, how, it go, how it's going for you and what you're seeing uh, that class being a con- contribution to you and uh, what you're doing in the world. So, everyone, stay tuned. We will be back to our very first guest here on the Open Mic Spotlight Show on the Inspired Choices Network with Kathleen Connor right after this commercial break. Many of us define ourselves by what we have learned in this reality. What would our lives be like if we knew we had infinite possibilities to choose from following our awareness and knowing? By tuning into the Dancing with Consciousness radio show with Access Consciousness certified facilitators Kathleen Connor and Daniel Veranda, you'll receive tools and inspiration to tap into your own knowing and joy. Are you ready to create your phenomenal life with more fun, ease, and play? Listen for Dancing with Consciousness radio show every Monday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? 
And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-6766 or you can with that Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show, and my guest today is Kathleen Connor. Hello, Kathleen. Hello, hello. <laughs> so I, I'm so happy that you're here with me today, and uh, I, I love shining a spotlight on other people in the world because I really don't think that we do enough of that about ourselves. You know, I think each and every person in the world has something incredible to contribute. And but we really do bite at actually sharing what that is, don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> boy, I was so excited when um I heard that Access Consciousness was doing trainings for people to um to become being you facilitators. And that that aspect um really was the thing that that got me turned on about a lot of the access consciousness tools is this aspect of peeling away all the stuff, all the limitations, all the points of view that aren't really you so that you can step more into being who you truly be. So when I when I heard that that was one of the things we could choose in um out of all the different things you can choose <laughs> in the access consciousness menu of choices, I was excited because I feel like one of the first questions that got me interested in stepping into learning more about the access consciousness tools were uh, somebody said to me, do you have any idea of the gifts that you be in the world? And I was, that really got me curious, you know, because I had a sense that there was a lot more that I could be and do in the world other than just being a teacher, even though being a teacher is wonderful and there's a lot of um, amazing things about that. I just felt like, I could step more fully into being who I was and, and contribute more in the world. And I don't even mean like that it gave me a life purpose so much, but it gave me permission to be more of me in the world and not hold myself back. That is so cool. So Kathleen, if you were truly being you, what does that look like? Well, that can look like anything, right? You know, um, it, it, you have to be willing to be part of being you. Like people, including myself, 
think that being you is more this like projected image of who you think you are? Because I know when I was a kid, my mom would say to me, just be yourself. And I'd be like, what the heck is that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, how do I know what that is? But being you can look so many different ways. I, I, it wasn't until I started um, looking, really getting into the question about it, that I could let go of any point of view I had about how I was supposed to show up in the world. Like before, before really getting into the question about it, I used to think, well, I'm, supposed, I'm kind of perky, I'm happy, I'm bouncy. I'm like I had all these definitions about who I be. And, you know, once I learned to get my barriers down and be present, it's more like, oh, you know, one thing that people have told me forever is that I don't judge as easily as easily as some people do and just be present with people in a whole new way where my barriers are down and I'm really just listening to them. That's part of being me, too. I don't have to show up as, like, perky or bouncy or always enthusiastic or happy. I can just be be quiet and be present with somebody as well. So it's really not a definable thing so much as being present with um, what you have to contribute and what you can receive in the world each each day and each moment. Right. I I I understand what you you're saying. Uh, I've had a lot of people in my life. You know, Christine, you're so outgoing. You're so bubbly. You're this and that, and and sometimes I am. And then those moments when I'm quiet and I'm introspective or I'm listening or I'm watching, people have often said to me, what's wrong? As if that part of who I be is not real and true. So when when people are saying that, have you, has anybody ever said that to you, Kathleen, when you're not being your outward self, that, that there's something they assume is wrong? Um, that doesn't come up that that often, but sometimes it it might. I I think where I notice um, the definitions coming in place is that most of my family still lives back east, you know, in the eastern United States, and I only see them a couple times a year. And when I'm around my family at times, I notice that I can, you know, I find myself almost needing to step back into a role to to fit, and then I get back into the question and being like, no, I don't need to step into that that role. I can really choose what's going to work for me here. So for me, it's not so much that people don't say uh, say what's wrong as much as um, if, again, I'm really being present and I have my barriers down, they're just grateful that someone can receive them. Because as you know, um, you know, there's at least most of us are not taught to be really present and listen to people and be someone that can just receive somebody without a point of view and without judgments of them. People are usually so grateful <laughs> that they're not usually asking asking me what's wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so Kathleen, when you are not at school and you're not facilitating classes, what do you enjoy doing? Well, as you know from my... Um, my radio show with Danielle, I enjoy dancing. And actually, for, for many years, I was putting my attention on partner dancing because there's lots of things I love about that. But more recently, um, especially because my body was starting to complain and my shoulders 
and, and, and that kind of thing. About the partner dancing, I've gotten more into um, just going out and moving my body, whichever way is fun, to um, to music because my body loves that and not having to be in that uh, like more structured position of, of partner dancing. And even with partner dancing, you can really be playful and fun. So I still do that. And um, I love being outside in nature and I love, um, you know, playing with anybody who's willing to um, be in the question about what else is possible here, whatever that looks like, you know, <laughs> playing with groups of people around that. Yeah. So, Kathleen, if there was one thing that you would like to accomplish this year, just this year in 2017, one one target that you would like to nail, what would that be? Boy, that's the kind of question that we can make ourselves wrong with or we can uh, create more with, right? So yeah. I, I just, you know, I just realized, especially as, again, you're aware that there's so many people around us that are reaching what, you know, looks like really big targets or really big goals. And it's really mm-hmm. easy to um, make ourselves wrong and be, so, you know, the first thing that comes to mind for me is what I would like to, <laughs> when you talk about nailing, nailing something, <laughs> I go back to thinking about Jesus and the cross, but, but, <laughs> but, oh, we've got no to matter tell them what, <laughs> yeah, we can come back to that, but no matter what, occurs this year, no matter what I create in my world, what I'd like to do more than anything else is not make myself wrong, to really step out of any judgment I have of myself or anybody around me and to get back into the ease, the joy, the the exuberant expression, the, the fun, the play. So no matter what occurs, like what my life looks like, not making myself wrong for any of it and really getting into that question that we love. It's like, what's right about me that I'm not getting? What's right about this that I'm not getting? Because I just sold my house and I don't currently have a new place to live yet. And it's um, really easy to to be like, oh my God, what have I done? Is there something wrong with me? (laughs) And so just getting myself back into that space of how cool is of this? How cool is all of this? and, And how can life even be more than an adventure and how much ease, joy, and glory and expression of me can I have with all of this? Mm -hmm. So yeah, being there, being in that space. I I love that. I love that of of really coming out of that and and the willingness to not judge yourself. When did you, do you recall when you first started to really judge yourself, Kathleen? Oh boy, I think it was um, even probably. Boy, it's you know it's it's so long ago that I I couldn't even necessarily put a finger on it. Um, I do know that according to my siblings, because I don't even remember all of it, that that um, I used to really push my dad's buttons. Like we had this family table that was in a circle, and according you know I I don't you know I guess I've wiped this from my memory to some degree, but. According to my siblings, I was the master at like pushing my dad over the edge. Right? <laughs> and sometimes I had to run away from the dinner table before he would like. Luckily, he had great patience, and so it's not like he would spank me that that often or anything. He was really, really very patient man considering. But but I just <laughs> was full of like 
stirring things up as a kid. And um, so I think early on I judged that I needed to let go of that pushing people's buttons and become like a good girl. And I can't mm. tell you what age that was, but but yeah, I stopped um, pushing people's buttons, at least outwardly. <laughs> Maybe did it in more discreet ways, but... I love that. I was yeah. wanting to in my head. <laughs> so when we started at such a young age, when we start to judge ourselves at such a young age, Kathleen, what does that create in our world? And how does that impact, you know, so many of our choices? Like even our choices to, you know, create friendships and our choices to what kind of career we go into and and the people that we, you know, end up being with on an intimate level, you know, what do, does all of this self-judgment actually, the impact is, now that I'm looking at it, is pretty far and wide or can be. What have you noticed yeah. about yourself? Well, well, you know, it's funny. For me, I um, think of one of my favorite movies that shows um, that progression of changing that and, and creating something else is the movie um, Incredibles. And in the movie Incredibles, um, they show both the adult superheroes and the kid superheroes in a family and, who are trying to um, close down their capabilities and talents and abilities because of what trouble, you know, it supposedly causes in the world. So they have to close that down. And I'm thinking of the teenage girl, I think her name is Violet, if I'm remembering correctly, the teenage girl and how at the beginning of the movie she has her hair over her face and she's really shy and she um, she's really dis- discontent with her life, you know. And then she gets called out essentially because she has to step up her superpowers to not only protect her, but her brother and her parents with that little magic bubble that she makes. Um, And by the end of the movie, um, you know, she has her hair back. She's shining more brightly. And when some boy goes to ask her out, she even, like, finishes the sentence for him because she's willing to be even more confident than he is. And and I I love that movie for showing people what we do in terms of... um, the little boy named Dash as well, like in the end of the movie when he's running in a race and his parents are like, go, go, go. And I'm like, no, slow yourself down, slow yourself down, slow yourself down. (laughs) This aspect of like all the crazy things we do to fit in here um, that just uh, don't make sense, but we almost have to get to a point, like I see with my own own children who, uh, my two boys that are 18 and 22 now, how they were as kids and how they are now and and the way they kind of hold themselves back to fit in here. So it's um, the process you really really have to kind of learn on your own because, you know, if I had had some of these tools when they were younger, maybe they wouldn't have bought into fitting in here as much as they do. But, you know, I just realized to some degree you just have to learn how to to be willing to step back into being you because you get so shut down as a kid, even when your parents and the people around you try their best not to do that. Um, it's just part of being here. Uh, so I don't, I don't even remember your original question, but that, <laughs> that aspect of like, how can we um, 
both for ourselves and the people around us, give people permission to step back into being who they are and not to have that look any kind of perfect way, to let it be a messy journey, but a joyful, fun journey of, of just expressing who they are in the world. Yeah, that's a big question, and you've brought a lot of brought a lot of new questions to my mind from what from your feedback. So we're going to come back to this right after our next commercial break. You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with our guest Kathleen Connor here on the Inspired Choices Network show. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Many of us define ourselves by what we have learned in this reality. What would our lives be like if we knew we had infinite possibilities to choose from following our awareness and knowing? By tuning into the Dancing with Consciousness radio show with Access Consciousness certified facilitators Kathleen Connor and Daniel Veranda, you'll receive tools and inspiration to tap into your own knowing and joy. Are you ready to create your phenomenal life with more fun, ease, and play? Listen for Dancing with Consciousness radio show every Monday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255. In the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here with my wonderful guest, Kathleen Connor. Kathleen, before you jump back into this conversation, I would like to let everyone know how they can connect with you um, in the world. So where can people find you, Kathleen? Um, check under my bed. No, just <laughs> Yes, I don't even I don't even sit underneath my bed. <laughs> I think that I think the easiest way really if you're on Facebook is to look me up Kathleen Connor as Kathleen spelled with a C and Connor C O N N O R and then also um email Kathleen at um accessconsciousness.com 
and I have a website, exuberantlybeing.com. Um, but yeah, just any place where, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on Twitter as well, but I think the easiest thing is, is, um, checking me out by email at Kathleen at accessconsciousness.com. Cool. And Kathleen, where do you, uh, re- like, where do you live in the world? And, um, can people come to your physical classes? Where in the world can they come to your physical classes? And do you do anything, um, like any kind of coaching or anything online? Yes. I, I love to work with people one-on-one, um, from wherever you live in the world. I happen to live in the Portland, Oregon area right now where we've had some really fun snow here that uh, we haven't had in a long time. But, but, um, but so I live in the Oregon area, but I love to work with people no matter where they are in the world. So we can do it by phone or by Skype or any way that works for, you know, by Zoom, any way that works for people. Uh, because I noticed that doing that one-on-one work, um, you can really dive in deep to the things that are personal um, to your life and change the things that you would really like to change. So I love doing that kind of work. Cool. And um, Kathleen, talk. let's talk just for a couple of minutes about your um, your radio show here on the Inspired Choices Network. Yeah, so I um, have a radio show. Uh, right now, it's, it's funny I have to think about it because I started out, as you know, cooking with Growing Up Conscious, the first radio yeah, show I did. And then, yeah, and so, then I... Um, when I was super scoop of consciousness and now dancing with consciousness. You wanted to add something to that, Christy? Well, I was going to say, Kathleen, um, it's really fun that you are my first guest here on the Open Mic Spotlight because you have been continuously choosing into bringing your voice into the world. And you started out uh, with a solo project with your Growing Up Conscious, which I absolutely loved that show. And anyone that has children out there that uh, you are looking for more guidance with, more possibilities with, um, as a parent, as a teacher, or even a child that would like to know more about how to deal with your own life, go check out those in the archives. So that's Growing Up Conscious with Kathleen. And um, and then you did a collaboration with two other ladies, uh, Trina Rice and Kim Milano Lucian and um on the Super Scoop of Consciousness and you ladies did that for well over a year and as people change um those ladies went on to create other things in the world and now you are doing Dancing with Consciousness which is on Monday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time sorry tapping into my brain That's there fine. So we're probably hearing my time, not your time. (laughs) What is um, what is the Dancing with Consciousness radio show all about? Well, since both Danielle and I um, love dancing, it's um, you know that kind of metaphor of how to you know part of the tools of really being in the question is that things can change every 10 seconds. And if you're really going to be conscious and be aware of that change, you need to be able to kind of dance with it. Um, If you're not dancing with it, then you tend to either be resisting something or aligning and agreeing. And both of those are not really tapping into your own knowing and your own, um, 
like spirit of being essentially so so dancing with consciousness has to has to do with being um fully who you be and being in that flow of consciousness instead of trying to like define yourself or solidify yourself in any way really being in the flow and the movement of true consciousness hmm very very cool and uh do you do you ladies have guests on your show, or is it just always the two of you? Do you ever fly solo? What's it look like? Yeah, obviously it's a um, creation and process since um, it's a relatively new show, but we have um, actually three different people coming up as guests. So we do a combination of interviewing guests and um, being on together, Danielle and I being on together and addressing topics, and I'm sure eventually also doing some solo shows the last the last show was almost was solo for half the after the show because it was the first time ever that Danielle forgot that she was, gonna, was supposed to be on the show so so it was kind of funny um because that's happened to me too where I'm like oh, I need to be on the radio right now um so it was it was a half solo show until she's like I'm here I'm here um but essentially yeah we we um do all sorts of different things and and we are kind of creating it as we go to see how much fun we can have. I have a I have a guest coming up. His name is Scout Bartlett, where he has his own radio show and he has his own um, following of, of people. So I'm looking forward to interviewing him um, near the end of January and, um, you know, reaching out to a bigger audience because of the people he knows. So I'm excited about that. Nice. And do you ladies have a um, website or a Facebook page where people can connect with the show? Of course we do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we do have a Facebook page. We, we're still working on the website landing page piece, but um, we do have a Facebook page called Dancing with Consciousness. It's an easy way to um, to reach both Danielle and myself if you want to tap into our radio show. Nice. Very cool. So, Kathleen, let's get back to our conversation before the show ends. It's it's just about over. And sometimes, do you ever find that these radio shows seem to be like, what what am I possibly going to talk about for forty or fifty five minutes? And then it's like, wait a second, it's just about over. Yes. Yeah. So, when when we went just before we went to our last commercial break. Um, you were talking about the children and about we were talking about making ourselves wrong and and being the invitation to our children to not. But what I thought was really incredible was how you talked about stepping into who we really be and and not making ourselves wrong and discovering that and and how it can be messy. And what kind of popped into my mind is. You know, when we're when we're young and we're we, you know, we're, we're children, bef- little children before we go to school, right? We're just like we're just out there. We're kind of letting everything hang out. We're doing whatever we want. You know, our our parents think that we're just the cutest thing since sliced bread and and all the rest of it. And then we go to school and we we're trying to literally see where we fit. And we start to do like follow the leader stuff and we start to mimic other people. And, and then we want to belong because we want, you know, everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to be accepted. 
And I think that's where we start to put ourselves into this box and we start to replicate where other people are, who are also, by the way, replicating where everybody else is, right? Like yeah. nobody, nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody's just trying to replicate the other person. Um, but I think, you know, maybe part of really discovering who we truly be actually has to come out of this place of trying to fit in originally. Does that make sense? Well, especially because it's so it's so tricky to know what you know because as a child, if you're aware of some ways that your parents are really dysfunctional or unhappy, it's hard to know that. You know, like one thing I kind of replicated early on is I remember being like doubled over in pain sometimes in my belly area, like when I was walking to school or as a young child. And that was really my, my dad. My dad um, held a lot of his stress and a lot of his um, pent-up energy in his gut, you know, and um, digestion track and all of that. And so as a child, I, I had like a sensitive stomach, for lack of a better way to put it. And I, you know, I just thought that that was something wrong with me instead of knowing that that was, I was kind of um, duplicating my, my father, you know. And so uh, when we hear things as a child, and people are saying one thing, but the energy does not match it, we think right. that there's something wrong with us, right? <laughs> we think there's something wrong with us. So the, that um, even, you know, now as an adult, it's quite tricky still to know what we know and one, not going to judgment with it, and two, um, and not going to judgment of the people around us or ourselves, but just be willing to be aware and ask questions about it and see what you actually can change and what you can't because you see people around you making really crazy choices um, and some of it you just can't change because people are not interested in changing it. So it, right. it can be like, uh, you know, a hero's journey to some degree to continue to be willing to be aware, to not like do drugs or not, um, uh, you know, numb ourselves out with food or drugs or alcohol, but just be willing to just be aware of it all and to have our barriers down and receive it all and not try to define it or control it. It's, um, it's uh, as you know, quite quite a process. So, so that aspect of fitting in is, you know, usually what we start with. But for anybody who has that um, that desire to really choose more, they can only do that for so long before they're like, okay, what what else can I choose here? You know? Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah, it, it, can be, it can be daunting. And some people, I've seen some people choose that for most of their lives. And then, you know, I've seen other people totally choose who they are. Which is it? Which is really phenomenal. Okay, we are going to go to our last break of the show. You are listening to Open Mic with my guest Kathleen Connor. We will be right back after this commercial break. Many of us define ourselves by what we have learned in this reality. What would our lives be like if we knew we had infinite possibilities to choose from, following our awareness and knowing? By tuning into the Dancing with Consciousness radio show with Access Consciousness certified facilitators Kathleen Connor and Daniel Veranda, you'll receive tools and inspiration to tap into your own knowing and joy. 
Are you ready to create your phenomenal life with more fun, ease, and play? Listen for Dancing with Consciousness radio show every Monday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspire Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-8855-5. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight, and my guest today is Kathleen Connor. So, Kathleen, we've been talking a lot about being you and uh, what's the what's the thing about you that you've discovered about being you is is uh, exciting? Um, something you've discovered about yourself in the last few years? Well, you know, I've heard this said quite a bit, and it might seem really simple, but for me, it's not. And that is that, you know, often people think that being you has to be some kind of job you do or some kind of role that you play. And I saw from, like, being out and doing dancing with, with a, you know, the social dancing network here in Portland that just when I'm out on the dance floor and I'm willing to be expressive and fun and not, like, um, have to fit into, you know, like, for instance, Zydeco dancing, there's traditional Zydeco dancing, and then there's kind of the what, way what that I like to do it. it? Uh, Zydeco dancing. It's, How do you it's, spell it's from that? The, um, it's, it comes from Cajun, the Cajun roots, essentially, but it's ah. Z, it's, it starts with a Z-Y, Zydeco. I don't even know if I can Zydigo. call it right now, but Z-Y-D-E-C-O. Um, um, it's, uh, you know, done to a kind of music where you can really move around a lot and, and enjoy your body, but but just at first I received some judgment because I was moving so much, and in the original way you do it, you have your body's more restrained, but, but I was just moving with the music. And I realized just from being out in the dancing world that I was being the invitation to people to play more and to like 
like their their body and to move with the music in a joyful way. So, you know, even just um, being me and dancing helped, you know, expand people's worlds, essentially. So being you doesn't have to be like a particular job that you do or I see people, you know, struggling with like what's their life's purpose and that kind of thing. And it's not so much about that as like can you be exuberantly expressive, whatever that looks like, whether you're being quiet or whether you're, you know, being loud or any anywhere in between um, with who you be without, um, you know, holding yourself back or judging yourself. Can you do that in every um, moment of your day in a way that brings presence and, um, like, just if people are willing to, to be themselves, there's just naturally an invitation to the people around them that it's okay to choose that, if that makes uh-huh. sense. It's just yeah. okay to choose that. Choo- choose you, for sure. So we just got a, a minute left here in the show. Wow, it, it did go very, very quickly. Um, Kathleen, I just want to say that I really appreciate you, and I'm really happy that uh, – we chose that class to play in together and uh, to have fun together. And, oh, my gosh, that weekend we laughed so much together. And, and the contribution you are in the world is is wonderful. And I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing more of the contribution of, of who you be and, and what you're choosing in each moment. And, and I think the world is a better place because you're in it. Oh, that's very sweet. Christine, I thank you so much, and I really feel privileged and excited to be on the show today and to have um, a chance to to express all of that awesome. in the world. So thank you so much. Woo! You're welcome. Okay, so thank you, everyone, so much. We will see you again on our next show. Thank you for choosing to listen to Dancing with Consciousness radio show. Danielle Veranda and Kathleen Connor will return next Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We look forward to you joining us. Until then, enjoy the dance of being you with ease and joy.